In Mark chapter 10, beginning with verse 32, we read, And they were on the road, going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was walking ahead of them. And they were amazed, and those who followed were afraid. And taking the twelve again, he began to tell them what was to happen to him, saying, See, we are going up to Jerusalem. And the Son of Man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death and deliver him over to the Gentiles. And they will mock him and spit on him and flog him and kill him. And after three days, he will rise. On the surface, there's not much about this scene that should have been unusual. Jesus, a traveling Jewish preacher, and his followers are preparing to come down from Galilee in the north of Israel to Jerusalem in the south, that capital city for Israel, that location of the temple and where so many Jews from all over the known world would gather to celebrate the various religious feasts and festivals that were kept there. Yet, as Jesus begins to make this trip to Jerusalem, Mark gives us the indication that this isn't just a travel log. He's not just letting us know where Jesus is moving. This isn't just to give us a setting or some local color for these stories about Jesus he's telling. This trip to Jerusalem is significant. Big things are about to happen. The sorts of things that this entire story that Mark has been inspired to record for us here has been moving to because when Jesus goes to Jerusalem, it won't just be to keep a religious festival. It won't just be to visit with the people that live there or to have a large international audience. Jesus was going to Jerusalem as he explained to his apostles to suffer and die at the hands of his own people, no less, being betrayed by the leaders of his people. But he wouldn't stay dead. He would rise. As we reach this juncture in Mark's gospel, as Jesus has now said this not once, but multiple times to his apostles with increasing clarity, we're getting that sense that what's about to happen, what he's about to show us, Jesus saying and doing, is incredibly important. It's what everything else hinges on. And there was a sense that even while everyone following Jesus didn't understand that, as clear as that should have been when Jesus said, I'm going to suffer and then rise from the dead, as clear as that is to us, with 2,000 years of that message being proclaimed, it wasn't so obvious to the people with Jesus, to the 12 who heard him say that, to the larger group that wasn't privy to all those details. But even then, they could tell something was about to happen. They were amazed and a little afraid. They could tell that everything that had been going on was reaching a crucial point and why they didn't understand exactly what Jesus was going to do when they reached Jerusalem. They knew it was going to be big. One of the things that strikes me about that is that when we follow Jesus, it should stir some kind of emotion. If we are following Jesus and we have the impression or we give the impression to others that being a Christian, that being a part of the church 
is boring. That it's sort of ho-hum. That it's something we do, but it's certainly not one of the most enjoyable or exciting or meaningful things we do. Then we're doing it wrong. Because even without fully understanding what all Jesus was about to do, those people just following him to Jerusalem were amazed and afraid because they could tell something big was about to happen. And if you and I are capable of following Jesus today, knowing what happened, knowing who he is and what he's accomplished and feel anything less than amazed or afraid or any other emotion that that good news might elicit, we're missing the point. If we're able to compartmentalize our lives in such a way that we believe some things about Jesus, but it really doesn't affect how we think or how we feel or what our priorities are, then we're not actually following Jesus. Because when we're following Jesus, even when we don't completely understand what's going on, even when there's still more for us to learn, it affects us some kind of way. That's who we want to be. We want to be followers of Jesus that have that sense that he is leading us somewhere. He's leading us somewhere significant, somewhere scary, but also amazing that we might not completely understand how it's all going to work out, but we trust that if we follow him, it'll be something that matters. Following Jesus should never be born. There's somewhere he's going, and he wants us to go with him.